The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. January 25, 2020, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, with all the controversy and separation in the cigar industry today, I prepare for TPE, the Tobacco Plus Expo 2020, where all the parties in the cigar world will unite, like it or not. What is scheduled and what is not and what's going to happen anyway, we'll discuss that today. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you are listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 10th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. All right, let's get to it. Let's start off with a cigar. I got a lot to talk about. So, Barry, what is the first cigar we're going to smoke today? Well, today's first cigar is the Aganorsa Leaf Connecticut, and it is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. It's manufactured in Nicaragua by Aganorsa. The size is a 5x50 Robusto, and it features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper over binder and fillers from Nicaragua. A single cigar will set you back $7.69, while a box of 20 is just $135.99, which is a savings of almost $18 or 12% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Here. Oh, Barron's Honey. Yes. It's pronounced Aganorsa. 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 Aga but now isn't that because you guys drop your R's up here and I we put add, an R in everything? We add them, too. Yeah. We, we add them in when in, we don't belong. So I was thinking you've yeah. been here in New England long enough now. Okay. Start adding the R. Yeah, because I now, still if you call it, do it you want to do it, it would be Aganorsar. Okay. Right. You put the R at the end. At the end. Because it ends in an See, N. I blame Pete, who's our warehouse guy in Nashua, because he calls it the Argonauts. So he put that R <laughs> in my head. Yeah. Aganorsa. A-G-A-N-O-R-S-A leaf. Um, this is a wonderful $7 cigar. Uh, it's so wonderful, it was the 2018 cigar of the year. Yes. I was walking around the humidor couple of days ago and actually looking at the rising prices if if Mm. you haven't been paying attention lately it used to be that you could find a good five dollar cigar those days are gone you can almost not find a five dollar cigar anymore right and it seems the the low end now becomes seven dollars right what we have here and it's hard to find anything exceptional at under ten dollars now at this point um here it is $7 $7 cigar. Here's your exceptional yep. cigar that is, is at, at the low price. We found two of them two years in a row yeah. for Cigar of the Year. Yes. So that, that's a big part of it, too. So yep. let's give it a cut and light. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo 
cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. All right, this is a soft box press cigar. And uh, this is one of those. If you look in the center of it, you can see the little uh, dark tobacco that's in the center. If you were, yeah, if you were caramelizing onions in the barnyard, that's what I'm getting on the cold draw here. Why would you be caramelizing them in the barnyard? Touchdown! <laughs> I don't think <laughs> right so. Right out of the gate. <laughs> nope. Nailed it. Because I have a whole different taste. You can have whatever you want. Ed yeah. Sullivan gave me the harp. All right. I nailed it. I, I love onions. Caramelized <laughs> onions. Uh, in the barnyard, that's what this is. This is walnuts all yeah, day yeah. long. I'm sorry. Walnuts. I'm sorry. You, you don't have it. Taste it again. Don't light it. Taste it again. Walnuts. You folks at home, just you're smoking it too. You're in the care package. Just the nut I, itself. I, I, I'm sorry. No, the inside of a walnut, not yeah. the shell. Not the shell. I'm sorry because I hate, I mean, I really hate to agree with Jonathan. Really? <laughs> but there's caramelized onions That's, on uh, the same. That'll be all tonight, folks. <laughs> just get up and leave. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm going to leave on top. <laughs> wow. Well, all right. Well, we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Intimidator. And I'd rather be dysfunctional than to actually get it wrong with you. So. <laughs> the Vertigo Intimidator features four jets. It's not single action. You do have to pop this this lid off with the chain on it. Uh, Good thing the chain's on it. Yeah. but there's, there's Some lighters out there without the chain. I don't like them. four jets, and you can see it right on the screen there, color changing so you don't lose the flame in the bright sun or against a snowy background. All four jets are fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You've got easy adjustment at the bottom, and it's all for the low price of $24.99. That's the Vertigo Intimidator. This is great for on the golf course. This is what you want. It turns red when you do it. You're in all the green and yeah. blue is all around and stuff, and you can't Ooh, see it. Oh, beautiful. It's beautiful, right? This, uh, this lighter would have come in handy with the uh, – I was – Around some ice fishing. I can't say I went ice fishing because... You were around people ice I fishing. I don't touch the fish, and I'm not touching the pole, and I'm not getting a... I've heard you touch plenty of pole. Hook in my finger. <laughs> ignoring you. Uh, so I was, a, I was ice fishing adjacent this weekend, and this would have come in handy with the bright sun outside. Or if you needed to cut the hole in the ice, you could just use this <laughs> to do it. You could have. Wow. Jonathan seems less angry today. I'm still angry. It's oh, in there. Right. It's in there. You Give your time. I'll have him pissed off before the show's <laughs> over. There's a lot going on in the world of Mr. Jonathan, which, which I asked before the show started, but he, he wants to leave that out. So we may save it for the after show. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on in the world of Mr. Jonathan. A lot. Uh, nice cigar, man. This is it. We nailed it with this. Yeah, and I'm surprised because it's a uh, it's not your grandfather's Connecticut. No, it's got some, got some juice to it. Mm -hmm. it. I don't think it it's strong. It's more no. huge on flavor. An eight on flavor, a six on strength. Somebody uh, commented that Jonathan probably ate some food. <laughs> and that's why he's happy. Yeah. <laughs> I did have breakfast. Oh, I had breakfast this morning. All right. You know that might be it. It is had breakfast. No, there's lots to it, and we'll get to that. Maybe. We'll see what we get with them. Um, so the cigar industry. This is a time of year, and Jonathan, you've been many, many years on the Cigar Authority. Um, we, we come into January, February, 
usually we get nothing. Nothing. Because there's not a lot going on in the cigar industry. This year, it's completely the opposite. There's so much going on in the back it's end been of a it. Gift. There's there's brands coming out. There's sp- sizes of stuff uh-huh. that's coming. There's so much going on. We have the TPE that's uh, I'm flying out on Tuesday. It starts on Wednesday. Um, all the disarray, which I hate to see in the industry, but it, it makes for news. Yes. Major stuff going on. Uh, the, the, the cigar industry is changing right now like I never saw before, really, really fast yep. of I, what's happening. I think, and we're going to disagree on this, but I think the consumers are going to do good with what the end game is going to become. I think it'll be better for the cigar smoker. I don't think it's going to be as terrible as some people well, are making it out to It's be. going to be more expensive for the cigar smoker, but their the quality is also going to be up because there is fierce competition at yes. high level. And so we're going to win as far as value, but it's yeah, going to be I'm not more gonna, expensive. I'm not looking at the negative. I'm going, to, I'm going to try to stay positive and go in the long run. This is going to be a win for the consumer. Who are you and what have you done with Barry Stein? I don't know. There's a lot of people – Raising their hands almost up in victory or something, it's going to be good. It, it's worse before it gets better. Yes. I'll say that. It's going to get worse before it gets better. And then I think what we're going to have is back in the day when me and Ed uh, Sullivan started smoking cigars, I think the industry is going to look much like that pretty soon. Pretty soon, meaning two years away. People are saying five years away. I don't think so. I think we're talking it's two It's going to be quick. Yeah, it'll be quick. It's going to be quick, and it's happening right now. So uh, we, we, we go back to the past two episodes, um, but what we're having here is major separation within the industry. We're looking at premium cigars and machine-made, flavored domestic cigars. We're looking at mergers and acquisitions that's happening on a daily basis right now. The talk is unbelievable. It's going rampant what's going on here. And people are leaving companies, setting themselves up to leave companies. We're talking about big companies that these guys got friendly with the retailers. Their company is is seems to be going against the retailer and they're going off on their own. This is direct to consumer uh, online guys. And I have so much already for the prediction show. It's unreal. Prediction show, by the way, February 22nd. Why am I holding off so much? I'm going away. Because that's my brother's birthday. And it's your brother's birthday, really. No, but I'm going away on Tuesday. I will not be on the show Saturday. You guys are on your own. I'm going to come back. I'm going to talk about the TPE the following week. So. First, you're going to talk about what a bad job we did while you were away. Yes, I will. Yeah, I know you oh, will. Hopefully, you guys step it up or something, but I don't I, I, don't, I see, don't see that happening. I ended up sending you blank uh, show notes. I saw that. Just because nobody asked for it. but I have you, already have it on. Oh, all right. Stuff. Okay. okay. Things have changed over the years. We have new advertisers. We have new things. So, okay. But I, I'm just seeing lack of anybody asking, and I'm leaving First flight out Tuesday morning, so it's all I need is your. I need your your little doohickey paperwork there, and all right, I'm, I'm going to give it to you. I'm when, all set. when the show's over, it's going to be doohickey. Barry's got hour two. I got hour one. Ed Sullivan's going to be color commentary. We it's going to be great. All right, you guys discussed this. And oh we've yeah, been, we've been <laughs> asking because right now we're on a roll. The Sky Authority is getting more listeners than ever before. Oh, we're going to tank are, that. Yeah, <laughs> no, next yeah. week. That's what I, I was going to say. It's going to drop just, off like a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> next week, but it'll be back. We'll, next we'll, week will we'll be like the big car accident. People are driving slow, hoping to see some carnage. You know, they say we're trees, not going to disappoint. We're gonna trees don't grow to the sky if they've been cut off. At the base, and, and that's what we're going to do. You know, we, you and I were 
testing Zoom right before the show. Mm. So if you wanted to pop in, I oh, say absolutely hello. not. No, no, no. Yeah. He calls in. If I got something it. to say, I'm coming. Cut in. it. <laughs> Cut the feed. I'm going to hear it. a lot of stuff there, man. You want to report the news as it happens? We might have some news. He ain't going to have any news. I'm not a fan of the name TPE because I think it's like a toilet paper exposition. <laughs> TPE. Yeah. TPE. <laughs> the. The thing about they're not an advertiser, are they? (laughs) They are not. Okay. Well, he hasn't necessarily been saying kind things about advertisers lately. True. No, I know. And I, although I've been getting lots of phone calls and talking to a lot of people in the industry the past couple weeks, I mean, like I never have before. um, Nobody has called to say, "Okay, we're not doing business with you." But that tells you what this show is. This is. The truth and and about speaking and, of the truth as we as we know it or as we say <laughs> I have spot I have a spot for two more cigar related burning questions. People have been emailing me. I requested it the other week. I've I got a spot for two more burning questions. So what does that mean? Cigar he, he's begging people to give him uh, Some something to talk about. People next write week. in. Oh, people next write, week. people yes. write in with mailbags that I don't always get to on the show. Yeah. And I frequently will respond to the to the mailbag and say, "Oh, here's how to fix your humidor, or here's what's going on with your cutter, directly or whatever." To them. Directly to them, yeah. But a lot of that stuff would be great to add to the show. So I've been setting it aside, and they're all labeled. I'm ready to go. I got a, I got two more spots. If somebody has burning questions, otherwise, I got some stock. I got stuff. a few questions, but you you told me earlier on the show. <laughs> yeah, you would, yeah, we're you, not. Would, you, you wouldn't uh, <laughs> you wouldn't answer. Well, yeah, or I couldn't say them. You've already gone too far. So all right, all right. <laughs> they are burning questions. They are. Jeez Louise. Man, he showed up late. That's all I know. That usually car trouble. Yeah, and I'm not buying that at all. But okay. Uh, wasn't, wasn't so, wait, sure. burning questions. We can't ask him about it. Do you have an STD? That's not a... It, does it burn with you pee? <laughs> Always has. Burning questions. Always, Always has. Why, it's not supposed to? <laughs> um, big companies versus small. Giant corporations versus family-owned and operated uh, companies. This seems to be... Um, these press releases that are coming out that are saying it over and over and over again. It's just like politics. When you end up hearing the same people reciting the same things, uh-huh. these people are getting together, and this is this is our thing. We're going to go with family-owned and operated, and we're going to go with uh, that they're big, giant corporations or whatever it is, online versus brick and mortar. You're seeing some online guys that you've never heard from before. Yep. They're, they're posting lots of things that are coming out and stuff. Um doomsday scenario type of thing. Um, I will say that brick and mortar are shutting up. They're not saying, um, wow, this, you know, out loud, wow, this is our uh, chance. But the online guys believe that that's how they're thinking because that's how they're thinking. Um, And I I don't necessarily agree 100% with them, but I can make an argument on both sides for both things. Uh, would it be nice if everybody gets along? Absolutely would. It would be better if it is. You got too much greed to it's, have it's everybody in any of the world get along. right now. Yeah. You know, nobody can share a common thought without yeah. getting into an argument. It's, it's all about their piece of it. That's it. Instead of let's work for the overall good, good. but it's not. And when it comes to the big companies and stuff, they need to make numbers, period. That's it. And these are people that come in the industry, do what they have to do, and leave. When you're talking to family-owned and operated business, these people are in for the long haul. 
the they whole built life. Their, they built their, right, whole, their life whole life. In. So that's the difference of, of what I see that happens there. Um, manufacturers versus the retailer. This is going to be interesting because they have no way out because the retailer is going to be showing up at TPE and they're going to be face-to-face with the retailer, which they're pushing aside right now. Do you think that the retailers, as a result of what's going on, have had their eyes open and will actively not order from the big four? It, it, it has I'm to not going to put you personally has on the to be spot, a, but has, I'm going to say I want to know if you I think, think we're going to see a pushback. Yeah, but it has to be a store-to-store basis. I mean, if, you know, if Davidoff, if you're such, if your customer base is so big in the Davidoff, how do you shut them off? You don't. You shouldn't because that's right. not good customer service. Right. The customer wants it. So, so it's a store-by-store basis. No, but, but if somebody doesn't carry it. No, now but you can send a message. It. You can send a message directly to a company like that by not taking their. Not that we could trust it; it's real, anyways. But by not taking their special edition or <laughs> this deal on their lower price brands. And what a terrible time for them, because they just got through the Avo <laughs> unexpected, <laughs> which so, they hoped you were never bringing up again. I by know. The way. But they got through that, and now they come with a new thing. And here's the reason: there's a reason not to take that new thing because they went up against the brick and mortars here, and they're going to aggressively try to sell it to your customer behind your back, direct to consumer. And here we are, and they're showing the new thing. Oh, I wouldn't want to be in that situation that they're in. They're going to have a tough time with that product, I would think. Um, where you could say yes or no, you don't have a customer on it or something. I'm, I'm talking to a lot of retailers. I, I just hear everything. From, I want to. I, I want to know, and you don't have to mention names, but do you do you hear there's pushback coming? Yes. Okay. Yes. Anybody saying ah, it's no big deal? I'm just going to go place orders and follow the deals. Here's here's what the problem's going to be: that some of these people can be bought, some of these retailers can be bought, and they can be bought by a, an unbelievable deal. And this is to the point of Barry saying, I think it's going to be good for consumers. It could be good for the consumers because the deals are going to come and the retailer ends up buying because the deal is so good and it goes directly to consumers. So, wow, there's going to be some really great deals. Because but what's to stop the retailer from buying, let's say, the deal is just unbelievable and they buy a year's worth of product and use that product to actively brand switch people over and it takes uh, them a year to be, get through it. Because you know as well as part of our success is that we're different than other retailers that we have customer service and we're salespeople and all that a lot of them that are supposedly self-service and go get what you want and stuff that and and they don't have the cash flow to buy a year's worth of stuff and everything that goes wrong on there but some of the bigger bigger ones that i've spoke to the sound, you know, it wasn't a direct, hey, let's get together and we're going to stop pushing back. But you could just hear it in there that, you know, I got to start looking around. And here it is, Wednesday, the TPE, and here are a lot of those little companies that are going to be there, uh, some of them for the first time ever, and your eyes are wide open. The timing couldn't be better for TPE. The timing couldn't be worse for these uh Bigger companies that pulled out. It's terrible timing for how, them. How much of a bump do you think companies, the, the, the mid-sized companies, the Perdomos of the world, the Rocky Patels of the world. Be huge for them. Huge. They're going to they're gonna kill it. They're going to kill it. 
They are going to be the next monster. Yes. So I saw this as years went on through the 80s and 90s, and you'd see his, his the next brand, and all of a sudden they become big, and then the next one drops off and everything, and that's what I see that's going to happen. The cream's going to rise to the top. The, the middle-tier ones are going to become the big-tier ones, especially at, at, the tri- at, the, at the PCA trade show because right. the big guys aren't even going to be there. So who's the next biggest ones that are there? And it's the Rocky Patels. It's the, it's the Perdomos, you know, and, and... And two companies that have proven themselves over and over and over again to really do the right thing by the consumer. It's not... They're not putting cheaper materials into their cigars. Their cigars are getting better and better as the, the advances happen they in agriculture. Good, they have good cash flow. They're the good, solid companies. And then you take the next tier down called Aganosa Leaf, right? Sure. They're ready to move up into, yeah. into, into there. So. Aganosa could possibly be a ne- the next giant, too. I mean, they've got... They, they, they they've got the tobacco a, fields. They make their own boxes. They're vertically they make integrated. Their, they, got, they got it going on there. So retailers should look at that. Consumers should look at it. Consumers is going to be a whole different play. I heard today that some of these lesser brands that aren't grandfathered in with the with the big brands and stuff are going to go away right away. They're going to concentrate on their on their big core hot stuff. So um, those brands have to go away somehow. So that becomes a closeout, get rid of it or whatever. And that shows up for a little while till it cleans out. And then it's going to become, it's going to be less choices. Did you uh, happen to see what I posted on social media to Steve Saka, by the way, who was uh, spouting off at the mouth about how he tried pushing you yeah, around? I did. I just let him know. You're going to watch out for the imagina- imaginary part of your company that in the future when we do our conspiracy theories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it stopped right there. You said what you said, and the, and the thread stopped. It stopped dead. I didn't think it was possible that I have Steve be quiet. Yeah, that was it. You shut him off. You shut him down. Everybody, be, here's the here's the key that I'll I'll tell you for 35 years of experience. The guy that makes the least mistakes now wins. Yeah, make the least mistakes. What what is a company like Saka, who is a smaller company? Does he move up? Does he have that kind of cachet? I got so much to talk about when it comes to this. This is going to be in the prediction thing. All right. I'm pushing, but you don't have to answer. Merges and acquisitions is going to be a big key of what it is. Look back to the old shows with these prediction things. I look like a friggin' genius right now. And and I've been told by that by some of the people uh, in the industry called up and said, I thought you were a friggin' nut 10 years Mm -hmm. ago. And all this stuff has come into fruition of of what it is. I, I, you're still I, a nut. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I can't. I can't see that they can't see it. I can't, I'm shocked that everybody didn't see what I saw. It was so that damn obvious to me of this is what's going on. But then again, I was part of the CAA, the Cigar Association of America, and I geek out about this stuff and I watch everything that goes on. I think people knew, but they were just in denial that it wouldn't actually happen. I, I mean. It's happening now. But you would think 10 years ago, we would be thinking, nah, they're not going to do that. Why would they do that? But no, they are. They are. And you you had told me uh, earlier we we lost a guy in in a care package today. Yes. Uh, Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I've been with us from the beginning. Uh, Didn't like the dysfunction of the Cigar Authority and Jonathan's anger issues. Yeah. Took him four years to realize we were dysfunctional. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that Mr. Jonathan was angry. Well, you and Ed Sullivan have been pushing that narrative the last two years. So. Yeah. But, um, so you're saying it's our fault? Yes. I'm calmly, gently saying that it's your fault, okay. Sullivan. 
and people that want to smoke cigars or something basically may, maybe don't want to hear the dysfunctions in the cigar industry. And this is maybe it's not fun, but I don't think I think th- the this guy has made been it more personal. For 10 years, than that. <laughs> yeah. I think it was a little more personal. Yeah. I think it was our dysfunction. <laughs> yeah, that he that didn't was our care dysfunction. For. Couldn't listen to us anymore. I don't blame you. Yeah, he's listening right now. Yeah, he wanted to hear that. But then I'm getting emails too. You know, hey, I just discovered the Cigar Authority like eight episodes ago. I'm starting at episode one. The oh, people don't that, do that. No, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Um, the people that hate us the most listen all the time. Yeah. By the way, and some of them make believe like they don't listen to us yeah. and they listen. Well, look them. at Howard Stern. Yeah, people hated Stern, but he was the number one jock. Yeah. in the industry. Right. I hate us more than anybody, yeah. and I li- well, I have to listen. Yeah, yeah same here. I'm stuck. I'm being held <laughs> yeah. hostage for two hours each week. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an interesting thing that's happened in the industry. What is happening right now is what we're going to be looking at two years from now and say this is the thing that ended up changing this industry. Right now is where it's at. Can something happen at TPE that um, these people can sit down and say, okay, enough of this bullshit because everybody's swinging it and uh, – it's not going to end well. My prediction is security gets called. There's really? no, no, no. There's no way that the pencil pushers in the big four are going to get together with anybody except the big four. No, it is going to happen. <clears throat> On the last day, there is actually a seminar that's going to happen. Um, they ain't showing up to that. They are because... They're going to be sitting up on the stage. It's going to be part of it. So that's going to be, and that's on the Friday. It's on the last day. I'm doing uh, a seminar at 11 o'clock. I think they come in at 12 o'clock or something right after. Yeah, Lou Liga was just saying, just before you even said they said that he was looking forward to the seminars. Absolutely. What's the seminar about? Industry panel, which is going to be unbelievable of, you know. The questions from the the people. Sit on your hands during that. Well, which I did last time. Correct. So, you know, at last year when when the IPCPR said, okay, we're going to have consumers going and all this stuff, at the meeting, the, the initial mention of we're going to change the name of it, we're going to do this, there was very little grumbling. There was some grumbling and stuff. It was pretty quiet. Then it went on to media, and I went into the media thing, and there was lots of questions, respectful, good questions to get information so that they could write their articles and stuff. And then... It became, in the middle of the day, and one of the things, a last-minute retailers come in and let's talk to them. That got angry. Now at that point, well, here it is. Yeah, you got a bunch of type A personality people in one room. And they that, should see and that's they what's going to happen. They should see if they could get Jerry Springer to moderate this. Because mm. this, this has Springer written all over it. <laughs> and I did sit on my hands even I don't, I don't think I even spoke out. I don't think. No, you But I no. said you all have my your stuff. own platform. Yeah, I said my stuff face-to-face to them and then made the decision at that point. But um, can we all get along? I will report back next week and let you know. Because there is a chance that this thing goes away. I don't think and there's they, a chance. And they stop doing it. I think it's a big, big error. I agree with you. It's happening. a big error. But big error. I, I don't think there's a chance. TP is going to tell the story. Anyway, early thoughts here on Aganosa Leaf, Connecticut Robusto. Uh, I'm going to stay strong on walnuts. It, it tasted on the cold drawer. I still taste walnuts. I don't know where any onion comes in on this. No, that was just a cold drawer. Yeah, there's no onion uh, anymore. Okay. The, mm-hmm. uh, I'm getting a, a, a strong sensation of black pepper. There is a tannic Pepper. component, and there is also a sweet component. So I'm going to say- Like on the outside of an almond? Almonds. Almond, walnut. Almonds in the raw. 
Because you got the tannic component more, of more walnut, right? Right. See, I'm going. I more, smoked a cigar a bunch. I'm going. Of times. You, ever, you ever put red pepper on pizza? Yeah. And you open the wrong end of the red pepper, and you put like a whole mess of it. By uh, accident. Mr. Jonathan did once. Yeah. You remember that soup? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about clearing your nasal That's passages. That's what I'm getting. With Drop the, with the hot pepper. <laughs> Do you have that? No. Oh my oh. god. I thought I, I thought I could scoop it out, but it had just fallen in boiling water and just pulled all that capsaicin out. I made hot sauce is what I did. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting that red pepper. Uh, the retrohale definitely clears out the sinuses a little Ooh, bit of retro cedar. Oh, um, there, there is a little nuttiness. Yeah. Come on. Let it go. All right. Now stop. Blow it out. All right. <laughs> we're we're going to have, on a future show, we're going to have the guy on from Los Kaidos. Yes. And I, I smoked the cigar this week. That I had a hard time retrohaling. Really? And I would like Which to one? issue the, re- both the, same. the same cigar, same cigar. Red, red for fire department, blue for uh, police department. We'll get into that on that yeah. show. But I'm challenging Jonathan right now to retrohale if you that. Struggle I, to, I struggled if to retrohale If you struggle it. to retrohale it, I will vomit. So you get the bucket. <laughs> Can I do that in the care package? Yes. Yeah? Good, good. A little sneak peek before it goes out. All it's right. going to ship on Monday. Very interesting cigar. Mm-hmm. We'll have him on and uh, we'll talk about that. But all right, let's go to break. And when we come back, what is scheduled at TPE? And later, what is not scheduled but uh, will take place anyway? We're live at the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich and bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. 
This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Yeah, and that's what we're smoking, the Aganosa Leaf Connecticut Robusto. It's a soft box press, um, and uh, we're talking the next big cigar trade show. It's an all-tobacco trade show. It's called TPE, the Tobacco Plus Expo, and it begins this Wednesday. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Uh, we were talking in the break that uh, apparently Mr. J is – hashtag Mr. J is angry is uh, trending on yeah, Twitter. You are, you are trending, trending right now, at least in the chat room about your – uh, uh, and whoever and said anger. whoever said I have a chip on my shoulder nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, yeah, we lost a advertiser because we lost a care package person. person. Take it out of his pay. So yeah. means we have an opening if somebody wants to jump <laughs> on the care package. Uh, yeah, this is who we are, and that's all there is to it. Um, you can have your money back if you want for uh, the Listening show, the, the show. cost of the yep. show, which is nothing. Um, so. I'm leaving Tuesday and um, going over the schedule to see what's going on. And, you know, I, I was at this show maybe 15 years ago, the last time um, I was at one of these expos that happened. And it is an all-tobacco expo, meaning the hookah people are there, the CBD people. Hookahs? Yeah. Hookahs, CBD, pipe, the cigars, roll-your-own-tobacco, everything's there. But I would say a good... I'm going to say 40% of it is probably premium cigars this year, which is a, a much larger number yes. than, than normal. Although the hookah boots have the hottest bottles. Yeah? Yeah. You've gone to it? Uh, no, I remember when hookah was big at IPCPR okay. for a while, uh, you know, in the back right and all, but they yeah. always had the hottest models with the shortest skirts. This is something that the IPCPR or PCA should look at this show. They should go. Getting hot models? No. <laughs> that... There's no gigantic boots. There's lots of boots, but there's mm -hmm. not gigantic footprints of what it is. And it's probably going to look like it's a lot busier than it is because if there's 10 people at a booth, it's going to be a lot of people as right. opposed to 10 people going into these giant booths. From Is it more tables set up where you're walking up to a table or is it a, a booth? There's some booths that may be the size of four booths, four 10 by 10 yeah, spaces, yeah. which is a big booth. In this particular thing. And then some of them are just one booth space. Lots of them. Big names, too. No kidding. have one booth spaces. So, uh, and I talked to a lot of retailers even here in New Hampshire that are going. It looks like a lot of people mm -hmm. are going. They never went before. Mm -hmm. um, Tuesday, I'll fly in. And that's when off-site pre-registration is happening. Very interesting. Remember the hotel we stayed at with three letters, maybe SLS? SLS is now the Sahara hotel and that's where the registration is happening not at the convention center everybody has to go to that hotel by the pool and that's where registration is so it's going to be smoking and a party going on as you go to register and the and it's going on from 12 noon to 7 p.m seven hours of it it turns into an event by itself just a registration so what a great start off of this thing wouldn't it be nice if David sent us a picture? I can picture him being in one of those 1920s bathing suits with the <laughs> kind of boy shorts, but it's a full All the way up, up with the stripes. All, with a tank, you with know, like a, you're like you're a professional wrestler, but yes. you're going swimming. Yeah. Should All get right. one of those. Let me see if I could mm -hmm. get one. <laughs> <laughs> um, the following morning, Wednesday, first scheduled day at 1030 begins the keynote speaker, much like the um, IPCPR breakfast. Mm -hmm. Um, their keynote speaker is Kyle Malone, the basketball player. So uh, 
it's good. He was on the dream team and one of the yeah. 50 greats of all time. Mm -hmm. Has a cigar brand. Yep, which was smoked by the national champions at the NCAA. Oh, really? Okay. Yep, the Joe Burrow, which they got in trouble for lighting up. Yeah. Uh, Carl Malone's son works for LSU. So he provided the cigars to the players after the game. So that's La Aurora. That's La Aurora. Yep. made that cigar, right? They made that cigar. I don't think I ever smoked it. The, the band looks like a basketball. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's an orange band with yeah. a little gold accent. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll be trying it for the first time uh, there. Um, and then at 11 o'clock is early access for the press only. Another genius idea. Actually, let them in. They, they're looking to take pictures without fingerprints and things on it and stuff like that. Let them go in there for an hour and take their pictures and do it, and they'll be out of the way. For me, the retailer going in to go spend a lot of money that I'm looking at something and talk, trying to talk business, and there's somebody over my shoulder or something trying to take a picture, and I don't want to get in their way either, but I'm trying to do business. Game changer, right? Yeah, for the brilliant. press. I love it, and it would have been great for us to be able to have something like that because I go there and I try to serve everything. Do I'm you have a press pass? I do. Nice. So I can go in early. I can do whatever I got to do, and then... It opens up, and I put the different hat on. So I'm doing a bunch of different Are you hats. all afraid you're going to get shanked when you walk by one of the booths? <laughs> it's possible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 12 o'clock, it opens up, which is great for Las Vegas because this thing in Vegas of, of starting a trade show at 9 o'clock in the morning when these people <coughs> are out till 3 o'clock in the morning and everybody coming in dragging. Let them get some sleep. Right. And, again, great. As the show's going on, there's these break-off rooms where these uh, – educational things are happening and as i tell you this is all tobacco products so at one o'clock is the brave new world cbd and i may or may not pop in to see it if i'm interested to see what's going on it's a whole new different thing and i like education anyway if i'm busy i won't uh at 2 30 is cs session this is uh oral pouch wave this is nicotine pouches Again, I'm not interested at all. I'm going to probably skip it over, but just showing you that all the different things that are happening. So I'll be dealing with cigar people at the time and dealing with cigar stuff that I want to do. And at 6 p.m. is the industry party. So the show gets over at 5 o'clock, at 6 o'clock. Back wow, to it's the a five-hour trade show. Just for day one. It's at the formal SLS, you're right, Sahara, which happens to be the hotel I'm staying at, which is perfect. And it's the industry party that's going to happen there, which is great. After it's over, I just go into the elevator and go to my room and, and crash, and that's it. And it starts at 6 o'clock. It doesn't start at 9 o'clock, so that I'm okay the next day because at 10.30, the floor opens for um, regular people at 10.30. 9.30 as the, the press. The press, if they want to go in there to, to catch up again. Uh, educational, the Sisters of the Leaf, an industry panel with tips of retailers and manufacturers and tobacco products of how women should be marketed to. This is something I'm going to attend. Yeah, you should. Because it's different. Not to mention we could double our business if we could we, figure we out go. how to talk to the so women So I'm folk. very interested in that. That is a star next to it because I definitely want to see that. At 115, again, go back on the sales floor, do whatever you want to do, and then just go off into a break-off section if you want to do, waiting to exhale. It's about vape. I will not be attending it, but Somebody vape's might, big, and, yep. and whoever's going to do it. <clears throat> I thought it was a showing for the movie. Nope. And <sighs> at 2.30 is NATO sessions. That's local, state, and federal legislation that I will be attending. I want to see up to date. I want to get myself 
knowing whatever happened. I'm pretty on anyway of what's happening, but if there's you brand, never know. brand new information, I want to get to it. Fast forward to Friday. Um, early access starts at 9.30. You see it, it went from 11.30 to 10.30, now to 9.30 early access. The show opens at 10.30, which is not really early. It's still okay. Uh, and it only opens till 4. This is the end of the show. So much shorter window that the, the show is. But at 11.30 is the TPE Educational Tobacco Retail Rebooted. In this one, I'm looking forward to... <laughs> I wonder why. Because <laughs> I'm the moderator. But, ah. but with me on stage will be Amy Tejada, and she represents Casa Monte Cristo. So I want to hear they have 30 stores now, and she's in charge of this. I want to see what's going on with her. Uh, Wayne Anstead, who Wayne is Anstead's Tobacco, and he's been in the business longer than I have. No kidding. So uh, i never been to his store, but I understand uh, he's a great operator and has a lot. Maybe, hopefully, I'll learn something from both of those people. And a newer tobacco guy out there, uh, a few years, but he worked uh, elsewhere beforehand, but he's only had a few years in retail of his own store called Sure Thing, and that's Paul Copeland. And Paul Copeland is a retailer, and he has a, a famous partner in his business that's his uh, financial partner with it, which is... Um, the country singer? Country singer. Yeah. I'm Luke Bryant. Luke that's Bryant. It. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Oh I think God. he's based in Florida, right? Yes. Barry says, I think, like you haven't been to six Luke Bryant concerts. <laughs> that's the one thing I dislike, country music. Yeah, okay. Do not like country, country music. Country music isn't anyways. what country music used to be, though. It's, no. It's, pop it's not now. as depressing as it used to be. Yeah. It, it's, it's pop. Anyway... Very interesting that here you have a very, very successful uh, guy putting his money. I understand that he's in there all the time. That's where he lives in that area and just pops in and there's a guy just sitting at the at the table with you and stuff. So between all of us, I get a lot of questions to ask him in a very short period of time. And um, I'm hoping to provide to the people that are in, uh, again, we'll, we'll talk mostly cigars with the cigar business, but all tobacco uh, is who's going to be listening to this and hopefully add something to that. Education, very, very important. I was always a big part of that. I always wanted more of that on IPCPR, now PCA. And um, that's why I think they should be there to see. Uh, and I'm, I, I, believe it or not, like the competition that this PCA in this TPE, because competition makes you better. A rising tide I, raises all ships. I would not be a good retailer if I didn't have good competitors. That of course. Are here. I thank them for being a good, because it makes me work harder and be better, and it makes them, because they're near me, that they have to compete and get better. And you know why? We heard the love fest between yeah. you and Kurt when he was up. It, it's a big thing. And yes, we are competitors, but we make each other better. Yep. You know, I'm sure Kyle Malone played against great basketball players or else he wouldn't have become become great himself. So. Yeah, so, you Michael know, Jordan, for example. To, yeah, if you're able to raise your game, it only makes you better. You have to raise and your you game. You need or you're somebody out. to force you to raise yeah. your game at times. Yeah, yeah. So being a self-employed person, we have to self-motivate ourselves. Mm -hmm. There's no boss breathing down our neck saying to us, hey, be better. We could easily slide back if it wasn't for our competitors. And I think that TPE is good for... PCA and vice versa. So uh, I, I know they look at themselves as competitors and all that. And I don't like that 
um, they're breaking apart that I, I heard Cretech pulled from uh, PCA. I think that was a big mistake from them. They got lots to learn on their side too. They're, they're a newer organization than they are. Um, maybe some of this gets discussed, but you, you got some big players pushing people in, in the direction. Shoot, you know, you gotta, I think we did it in the after show last week, you have to pick sides. I don't think you have to pick sides. I think I can be part of both organizations, I hope. Oh, absolutely. I'm absolutely. not going to pick sides. I'm on the side of making everything better. What's wrong with being that side? And you want to bring it to your to your consumers as well. So why not go to both? Mm. Well, why not support both rather? At one fifteen, they have a educational seminar on can do attitude. C A N N do attitude cannabis. Oh, geez. so it's on the marijuana. <laughs> I'll probably skip it anyway. But <laughs> that's a great sam- name. The samples can be unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, and it's towards the very end. 2.30 is the uh, TPE Educational, the State of the Union. See, they missed the boat. That should have been at 4.20. Ah. Mm-hmm. I just want, more than anything, Dave <laughs> to come back and say he I tried, tried a pot gummy bear or something. Because <laughs> I have never smoked a joint mm-hmm. in my and life. And he liked anything. it. See, I get the, the pot gummy bears from my mother-in-law. She has, uh, her joints are so bad she can't stand to walk. And she takes the gummy bears to alleviate the pain yeah and it seriously works wow so even though i'm dead set against it i do see the benefits there is there's there's something to it and maybe i will to end up learn know about it anyway if, if i'm all caught up or something oh I'd be i love this yeah <laughs> i love this i don't see i'm gonna take it i'll, I'll listen uh, to it just I'll take let, one i don't know can I you don't imagine know you relaxed i don't know it would be so weird of 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 a room because the next maybe maybe the timing is actually perfect on this so they're doing the cannabis at one fifteen at two thirty mm. is when everything's going to explode yeah so it's, you get you get a little buzz on and then you go in you're like and you don't yeah, buy, yeah it's good don't worry everybody about it. we all love each other you're hugging people at two thirty the state of the union the ban on flavors tobacco twenty one and online cigar sales this one is going to be explosive. And, I mean, it's maybe the timing was perfect. Maybe they're that smart that they ended up lining this up. Get everybody loaded before you go in for the tough one. So who's going? 460 exhibitors. 460 different exhibitors. I see you have all the exhibitors there. You're not going to read all four. No. Thank God. (laughs) Uh, About 20% of them, 20%, 83 of them are cigar, separate cigar companies. Not cigar brands, but companies. And... All the ones that pulled out of, of IPCPR, PCA, are in, mm. along with the ones that wrote letters and said, we're, st- we're a family-owned company, and we're, here's a press release saying we are going. <laughs> They're all going to go there, too. Uh, this is talk about timing of troublemaking that's going to go on. Well, looking at the list, this is the who's who of who you'd want to see if you're a retailer Absolutely. going in. So everybody's going. Um, so instead of reading this whole list of what's there, and I highlighted some of them for the lack of time and doing it, everybody's going with the exception of that I could find, and maybe you you have found different ones. Ashton is not going. I saw that. Interesting. Hammer and Sickle is not going. Hammer and Sickle, who pulled from the IPCPR 
two years ago because of the death of, of uh, the owner of it. It had Eric. nothing to do with anything else. They were not prepared to be able to do it because he didn't know how to do it or what to do it. So uh, <coughs> Eric Wentworth has paused even from this year uh, going, will we, will we all go back next year? We'll see. Uh, Recluse. Recluse is interesting because they announced that they're not going to PCA. Right. Uh, and they're not going to go to TPE. Uh, you know, these are certainly some, not a big enough company to be of interest to someone like what, what, General. They're not buying. No, them, no, so. they weren't pushed not to do it. But if you're going to gain any ground out there, you need to be seen for these people to yeah. do it because you, you got a one man show on both Hammer and Sickle and Recluse. And where are people going to find you? I think it's a mistake. I, I, I think the opportunity at, at TPE this year is a great opportunity. Well, with the big guys, you got a much better shot of being seen. Uh, Serino, another one. I think he's missing the boat. Of all, he's got two sides of Serino. He's got a low end side that is mass marketed. He should be there. I think he's making a mistake. Uh, Padrone, Padrone is not going. Padrone's probably the only company that doesn't need to go. They don't need to go to either. But they should support it. They should support both sides. Uh, are they taking one side or the other? The answer is no, because they never went to that before. So right. it's not not a point of that. And the other one was La Fleur Dominicana not going. To TPE. Yeah. Again. They, they don't need to because they, don't they, sell, need to. Every they, sell, every, they sell every cigar they yeah, make. It's possible. Uh, Go and get more people on a brand they can't supply. So I, I know you didn't have a long time to look at it. Is there anybody else missing that stood out to you? That uh, no, I mean you. Th for me, the biggest one was LFD, but I can see why they're not. Yeah, going. LFD and Padron are kind of islands under themselves in but that respect. To take one booth over there and shake the hands of the of the retailers that that are going to go, which are going to be a lot of them. I, I think it's a missed opportunity. You've got to go from store to store to store where you're going to get thousands of retailers. I'll be, curi you. I'll be curious next year if they jump in because TPE grew really, really fast for the cigar side. Yeah. And I think the decision not to go was made before the growth was there. Yeah. And now that it's grown. Every one of them will be there next if year. The, if the feedback from the retailer that's going is positive – They'll be forced to play. Well, let's face it. I believe I believe that a large portion of the growth of TPE, PCA notwithstanding, is the fact that you're going and you're announcing that you're going and you're a big buyer. So people are going to go and they can, you can write orders to make it worth their while. Let me tell you, I'm going to write big orders too. And I'm going to do it because the timing couldn't be better. We're looking at February now. By the right. time I receive the product, it's March. And then business really starts up. The winter is, is going away. And then it becomes... Kevin, me go there in July, when my busiest time when I when I can't do it, and I've already filled up the store because right. I have to be full because we're very busy in May and June. I can't be down to mm -hmm. low. I'm low right now. Our inventory levels are low, yep. and I need to fill up, and they're going to run a promotional deal to me. Oh, my mm -hmm. God. So, yeah, I'm coming Game in swinging, changer. as other retailers should do, if, especially if you're up in the Northeast or mm -hmm. any north of the United States. And, and as a consumer, I'm liking the fact that some of these companies are releasing stuff at yes. At TPE. Yeah. So there's going to be the influx of, you know, it's the worst, yeah, this is worst not, question this is, in the world. What's new? It should be what's good. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to some of the newer stuff. Yeah, this is not typically the time of year where you see that. So there's right. going to be a lot it's of buzz. It's going to be out in March instead of November. A lot of yeah. buzz. 
and look at what a, a brand can catch on. We're, we're usually looking at stuff in October. We're trying to figure out the cigar of the year, and nothing ended up gaining any ground because it's been just too much, too short of a window. Now we have these new things we're going to take on, and we can really see how they perform. Yeah. And we're going to have some information for our show because we usually, as I said earlier in the show, we got nothing in February. We're talking to each other. All the cigar of the year yeah. things have already happened, and what are we going to talk about? We have no information. And we're we're begging our, our listeners to, you know, what do you want us to talk about? Because we ran out of stuff. There's going to be a lot. I'm coming back with a lot of information. Yeah, you are. So, if you don't get shanked. Absolutely. <laughs> that ding ding means it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair cigars, who would win this hypothetical battle? Today, it is Rambo versus Conan in a fight. Rambo versus Conan. Conan O'Brien? Conan O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Rambo. No, no. Oh. Conan the, the, the barbarian. barbarian. Conan the Barbarian. The original one I liked. I liked that movie. The the, the the first one, not the remake, not the sequel. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. I, I, he didn't speak. No. So Because I mean, he, could, he couldn't cause speak could, English. Because he couldn't, right? And he wasn't. He, he was no, actually not a bad actor when he didn't talk. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go last on this one. I'm going now, last. Is it... The old Rambo kind of... In their prime. In the prime. See, in their prime. Is this hand-to-hand combat, yeah, or is see, uh, is this the Con- weapons that you see in the no, movies? That's a fight. They, Con- they can't have a weapon. Oh, no weapon. Mm, that uh, changes uh, it. It's a game yeah, changer. Then Conan's then got Conan, it. no weapon if it's hand-to-hand combat, although Rambo's trained... Uh, as a military yeah, he guy, ju- he jumps out of the out of the tree and yeah, and kills a guy. He's in very but sneaky. If, if you're talking weapon, Conan has to get close with the sword. Where Rambo no sword, just take him out with a M16. Right. The right. hand comment. I'm going co- uh, combat. I'm going with Conan. Yeah, he's a bigger dude, right? Yes. Yeah, you guys are way off. I understand that they're both not very big. <laughs> they're as not. far as tall. No. I oh, s- you you I, met? I, I stood next to him. He's a tiny man. Yeah. <laughs> a tiny tiny man. And the uh, same goes for Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester right? Stallone, but it, you, the, you're talking about characters. You're talking about Rambo. He's got a couple of screws loose. He's a trained killer, capable of taking out an entire police force, SWAT teams, yep. armies by himself. It's Rambo all day, every day. Conan took out an army of a guy who turned into a snake. He used a sword. A sword. He doesn't have his sword. His sword. Okay. Sword. Sword. There is a W in it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's silent. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike it's, it's Rambo, Arsa, which doesn't have an R, but it's still pronounced. Right. It's Rambo. Sword. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anybody call a sword a sword. You're welcome. Yeah, Rambo was a trained Green Beret, uh, which Joe Gutt pointed out, so that might give him the edge. But might? But I think Conan That's the was, most badass Conan dudes on the planet. bigger, and he's used to fighting with Size does not matter. Uh, Size does not matter. So what do you got? <laughs> it's Rambo. You Rambo, keep telling yourself what do you that. got? I got Conan. All right. I'm going Conan. I'm going Rambo. Because the answer so is Rambo. Have no, so we have no answer there. Sean, don't shake your head. You what know is, the answer is Rambo. If you if you go with it's, the ch- if you go with the chat room there everybody's Rambo, thank they're you. All yeah. Rambo. If they're, gonna, if they're gonna be break the tie, they pick Rambo. Hashtag Mister J is right. And it was a better movie. Well, I don't know. Yeah, Rambo. I don't know oh, about yeah. that. I don't know about that. The so first Rambo was pretty. Remember Conan bad. Part Five? 
<laughs> no, no, you don't. No, but they're on what Rambo sixty three well, now because it was so great. It they was just great. feed off of it. And speaking of feeding off of, we're feeding off of the Cigar Authority. Um, thank you, everybody, for liking and sharing the podcast because it's been like trees don't grow to the sky. We've been doing this for ten years. The past couple of months, we have been going crazy, and we're going to tank it next week. Yeah, I we're promise. Gonna, we're going to chop it down to a manageable yeah. size. <laughs> yeah, I hope you don't do it. But <laughs> subscribing on YouTube, they're uh, giving us lots of love and sharing this thing out. Uh, we can see the shares and stuff. Thank you. Keep it up. It helps us. Um, Final thoughts here on Agonorsa Leaf, Connecticut. <laughs> you almost did it. Yeah, I almost did it. Who would, who would win in a th- hypothetical battle, Dave's pronunciation or Barry's pronunciation? <laughs> One Skills worth. at a party. Hey, we did a uh, – I did a cigar tasting. Uh, oh, nobody's here that was there. Uh, thir- Thursday Wednesday night. Wednesday, Wednesday night. Oh, Wednesday, Wednesday yeah. night at the <clears throat> Nashua store. store. And it was for the Lions Club that they do lots of things for blind people and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there were two guys – uh, hopefully they're listening. Well, hopefully not. I don't know. Whatever <laughs> was funny. Um, they had dogs. They were blind. And they didn't have glasses on. You didn't know they were. One guy, as I'm doing the presentation, is looking completely the other way. <laughs> and another guy is there, and he's asking questions as it goes on. Let me see you, the lighter that I'm talking about. He's blind, and I, I don't have the nerve to say, <laughs> well, you can't see it or anything. So I, I, I let him hold it or whatever, and then I get it back from him. And at the end of the night, they're saying thank you. And one of them goes to the door with the dog, and he's standing at the door, and he's by himself. And he's waiting for somebody. Turns out he's waiting for the other blind guy. And the other blind guy with the dog comes up. And Which one of them drove? One guy says to the other guy, I'm driving. <laughs> I laughed out loud of, of a doing it. And they both walk out together with their dogs. And they got to go up the stairs. This is in the, in the Nashua store. And I said, there is the blind leading the blind. <laughs> here it is right here. I'm seeing it. One guy's helping the other guy. They're both blind. It was awesome. unbelievable. They must have had tests. And it's unbelievable what the Lions do. That they, yeah. Very nice. Very, very great guys that uh, I enjoyed it very much. There were about 50 of them. They were there, and uh, they all learned about cigars, and it was a great time. So with that, let's go to break, and when we come back, what's up in the cigar world, and what are these guys doing uh, without me next week? We're going to talk a little about that, and while I'm away, I'm going to the Super Bowl and some Super Bowl parties that I'll be attending. We'll talk a little about that, too. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solara, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solara becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. 
Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, Passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium-to-full-bodied, 
attractively consistent in aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. That is Mr. Jonathan Carney, and he will not be a TPE, but I'll see him later on. We'll get to that. Welcome back to our number two in a regional cigar that couldn't have been a contender, but I think it's special enough that we're going to smoke it right now. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We're wrapping up here the Argonosa Leaf, Connecticut. Uh, Argonosa <laughs> Leaf, yeah, Connecticut. There's, there's no O in it. There's no O. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whatever. Just read it. Just read what it says. Casa Fernandez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they couldn't keep it that. That was easy to pronounce. Uh, but I, we... They, it's good for them because we get to say it like 10 times yeah, I guess. and correct each other, and everybody else knows how to do it. But uh, <clears throat> Yeah, we all went to the Porky Pig School of Speech. You <laughs> did. There's an up-and-comer. For sure. And we're going to smoke another up-and-comer right now. And this whole company has been up-and-coming. Uh, I would say the, the, the hottest little brand probably 40 years in the making. Maybe it's been around yep. this companies for a long, long time, but most people didn't know of this company. Tell us about this, Barry. Well, today's second cigar is La Galera Animois, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic for Hochi Blanco's Indian Head Tobacco. The size it was spoken is four and three quarters by 46, and it's called the Boreas, and it's a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper over Dominican binder and fillers. And a single cigar will set you back $8.69. Why a box of 20 is $152.99, which is a savings of almost $21 or 12% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Isn't it a Nimoy? I've heard it pronounced both ways. I've heard you pronounce it both ways. The press release when it first came out had it as Animois. And when we interviewed Hochi Blanco at IPCPR last year, he said Adamois. All right. A, I guess Greek, it's Adamois. Per- a Greek person told me it was pronounced Animoy. Animoy. Leonard Animoy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, small cigar. Ed Sullivan uh, should uh, be right up your ooh, alley. I'm looking forward to it. Four and three quarters by 46, 869. Nice. It seems pricey, but I'm going to tell you, Mike Havy, that. 
was oh, yeah. a producer here on the show before, worked for us for many, many years. Um, he said, this is the best cigar he ever smoked in his life. This huh. particular size of this particular brand. Best cigar he ever smoked in his life. The problem with the cigar is this is a regional release, meaning this is only in the Northeast. Yeah, the size that we're smoking, the Boreas, is actually to the north. Um, we also have the east one called the Urius. Yeah, we got lucky because we're, we're in the northeast. Right. But Thank this one you. is named for the northern winds in the Dominican Republic that bring water to the Sabal Valley during the fall and winter. Ladies and gentlemen, Gary Marino, the barista. <laughs> By the way, uh, Gary Marino could be, can be heard and seen, if you want to watch him, on Connor Commentary. Yes. This week's Connor Commentary, which was a uh, is a show here at Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, which I'm going to be on one of these days because he's never smoked a cigar and he wants to bring me on as a guest right. to teach him how to smoke a cigar. Oh, we're going to have him on the big show then. <coughs> yeah. Have him. We talked to Bobby <coughs> Sherry. Ah, the other way around? <coughs> yeah. Well, anyway, Gary was on there talking uh, MMA because yep. – uh, we should have Gary on one of these days talking about that because he was a matchmaker. Uh, he he founded Kimbo Slice, the fighter, mm -hmm. uh, the late great Kimbo Slice. A uh, lot going on there, and uh, although I've known Gary for so many years and stuff, uh, he did a good job on that show. Yep. And you can learn a little about Gary Marino on Connor. And he makes commentary. a pretty good cup of coffee. Makes a great cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Um, yeah, we got lucky here in the Northeast because we are both the East and the Northeast. North. So we so in the North. Ooh. So we got the North and the East, not the South or the West. Um, but I I think every single cigar is very different from each other. They're not just sizes, right? Uh, the blends are the same. They are? Yeah, just different sizes. Okay. For some reason, this one is hot because maybe... Uh, mm -hmm. and, then, and then there's one size that everybody gets, and that's the actual Animois. Um, these feature a blue and yellow secondary band that features a secondary band that's yellow and blue. Animois sells more expensive than Animoy. Yes. yes. No? Sean agrees with you, okay. so I guess that's the answer. <laughs> All right. Time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, it was Perdomo that cut the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition. And excellence. Excellence. And they're rocking. You see the new hoodie? The new Perdomo yeah. hoodie? Jealous. Want one. A little annoyed that he didn't go one more size up. You maybe don't need Do you have enough. any idea how many circus tents it would have to die <laughs> wow. to make a sweater that big? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Making fun of the fat people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he didn't even say that in an angry way, though. No, I said it nice. <laughs> And you're losing weight. Good, good job, buddy. I, I would like to know the size of our listener, the average uh, size. So maybe we got to remember next, this. Yeah, our next one, you know, what, what size shirt? The do you survey, want? what size shirt? Yeah. And what, this could explain why I'm so hated. Maybe we got a lot of fat yeah, guys to listen. Yeah, we do. Because I think the, the average cigar smoker is overweight. You don't need smalls. We know that. No. Probably not mediums. Maybe not large. No, I need a large. I'm a large. Yeah, but you don't count. <clears throat> so where are these small and medium-sized people? Why do they? So why they go so bowling? Large should be small, 
And then it wouldn't be so bad that we'd maybe be a lot. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. If a large was called a small, I would only be 3X. You've got to be getting smaller, though. Yeah. My, uh, uh, your shirts are fitting looser. Your pants are fitting yeah, looser. Th- th- this shirt I couldn't sit and wear. Okay. So I, I'm not fitting into this. I, I thought you were wearing your vest, too, one day. No, I've been wearing my vest because it now fits. There we go. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Intimidator. The Vertigo Intimidator features push-button start, four jets, a color-changing flame, all fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, an easy adjustment wheel, all for the low price of $24.99. That's the Vertigo Intimidator. All right. So this is a beautiful blue color on here, very Greek-style lettering and writing. and Yeah, it looks like it should be the design on a, on a Greek diner. Yeah. You went to Greek foods? Uh, I love the Spartacopita. I don't know what that Spinach is. Spinach pie. Oh. How about the soup? Did you ever have the soup with the rice in it and lemon? Yes. Unbelievable. Really I love good. it. I love it. I don't know how they do that, but that's great. I think that's they add lemon. Yeah. Yeah. But this, Is that pop- how you get lemon and stuff, Ed Sullivan? Yeah. No, but it's... it's you a, put it in? It's a creamy type base. Yep. So milk and lemon, you... you Usually a curdle. Yeah. Soup off your shoulder. <laughs> So uh, I am going to the Super Bowl, and I'm leaving from the TPE right to Miami, and uh, I'll see some Miami guys while I'm there. Uh, One in particular that will not be at the TPE, which is Mr. Jonathan Carney, because LaFleur Dominicana is not going to be there, so I'm going to go to them. Hmm. And uh, it's Saturday is the event, and it's at the prime by Casa Monte Cristo. Yeah, right in uh, downtown Miami. All right, so you've been there. I I've, have not. I've been there. Gorgeous looking place. Yeah. But it comes off more as a high-end bar than it does a true smoke shop. All right. I'm going to be there. I'm going to spend the night there. If there's anybody going there, say hi to me. Uh, I'll be there with Mr. Jonathan Connie and spending the evening there before the Super Bowl the following day. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Can you do tailgating? You a tailgater? No, I don't. Ha- I, I won't be driving. Just, so, just, just so you know, the, the yeah. art of tailgating is drinking and eating, not what you would expect Mr. Jonathan to do on a Saturday I night. will be drinking and eating, but I thought tailgating requires to you to put your tailgate out on your... Well, nah, you just go to somebody else's tailgate. Yeah. Oh, you just yeah. go in the parking lot. It's a parking lot party. Some of them are, are pretty elaborate, too. And can I drink tents? and eat their food? But I, yeah. I, if you're invited. But I'm not. I was under the impression... Eh, party crash. I was under the impression the Super Bowl was limiting the amount of tailgating. Or was that the Bring NC- cigars. Or was that the NCAA one? Yeah. Ah. Bring cigars, and you'll be an, an invited guest of whatever tailgating party you want. Yeah, I don't know. Tell I'm going to go to Prime. I mean, I'm, tell I'm, them I'm I sent you. Spend the night there and uh, see what it's all the about. The cigars were very popular at Pine Night. They were. They went quick. Yeah. So if you walk around with cigars, you're welcome. All right. So um, next week, uh, we talked a little during the, the break that Barry wants to read out some uh, bets. <laughs> Not read out, but discuss some of the crazy prop bets that exist and the amount of money that is gambled on the Super Bowl. Like people bet on heads or tails. Yeah, it? and uh, how long the national anthem will be. But we'll save that for the show next all week. All right. All right. Um, I urge you to, when you do watch the Super Bowl, um, on the first quarter... There'll be a commercial that takes place in New England. Oh, yeah. Without Big Poppy. Uh, and- can we say the name of the company? 
Uh, yeah, they already put out that promo one from Hyundai. Hyundai, okay, yeah. That had Big Poppy, and uh, I think they're supposed to have, what's the guy from the office there, Krasinski? And yeah, there's, it's going to be a whole bunch of New England people, including one of our podcasters. And uh, so they, they'll be on on a Super Bowl commercial. And I understand it's a hilarious commercial, and hopefully we'll be one of those that um, – People talk Goes about viral. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I just looked it up. There was uh, no tailgating at this year's Super Bowl at the Hard Rock uh, parking lot. The NFL is banned tailgating this year. So the Hard Rock is where the the, the arena stadium, is. Yeah, the stadium is called the Hard Rock Stadium. And okay. It's about 20, 20 minutes southwest of the Hard Rock. Twenty minutes. That's a ca- long way. Ca- uh, casino. All right. Mm. So they're not near one each other, but okay. it's named the Hard Rock. Yeah, right. Dave, I think the commercial is something about someone trying to teach Big Park, Big Poppy how to say Aganorsa or well, something yes. like that. Speak, uh, uh, New, speak England. New England. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. Okay. Um, it's time to hear the Don Raphael offer of the day. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Million dollars. Million dollars. Quit the internet for the rest of your life. No more internet. Can I quit my wife from the internet? Quit her from being on the internet? Yeah. No, but you can quit the internet. Like, I'll take a million dollars for her to no longer be on the internet. That's not the offer. Oh, damn. You hate it? She's on all the time? All the time. Yeah. It's a, it's somewhat addictive, but yeah. I'm gonna I'll, I'll tell you that you can take it, but you're you're ruined for the rest of your life because the stuff that's coming out now, you're not gonna be able to do it without the internet. Mm-hmm. It is it has become mandatory. I just bought a new car that I cannot operate without the internet. Right. I can't drive my car anymore without the internet. I have to have it. Hmm. And that's the way it's gonna go. Well, since I, I do have my eye on the Tesla Cybertruck. I guess I would have to be out. See, I hate it. I wish I could get away from it because right now all social media is is fighting. Yeah. You know, Democrats, Republicans, uh, meat versus non-meat. It's just, it's it's ridiculous. It's created a lot of anger in our society. I come down on the side of meat, by the way, in case anyone was wondering. Yeah, we did wonder. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's... I could see you becoming a vegetarian, though. I was a vegetarian a when vegan. you met me. Yeah. One of them vegans. Were you a vegan or a vegetarian? No. no. I like my leather shoes. You can't quit the internet. You you wouldn't I, have a job. You can't no, I wouldn't it's be a, able to be on this it, show anymore. It's there, but it's it's an impossibility now at this point. Mm-hmm. So they've created something that no matter what, you can't get out of it. Unless you wanted to be a hobo or something, living somewhere with nothing or whatever, but you got a million dollars, but you can't buy yourself anything. You can't do it. I don't know. I miss the days of going and picking up the paper and kicking back and reading it and getting the ink on your hands. Yeah. But the paper. And then wiping it on the the inside of your t shirt. Sure, yes. The paper is going away. Yeah. It's all going away. The world's changing so fast. It's unbelievable. Everything's changing. Uh, So, what's coming up on. uh, We probably should find out what's up in the cigar world with our friend Barry Stein. Let's do that. You want to do that? Let's do that. It's time for What's Up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. 
Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. And as states move to raise their tobacco age to 21, some of the penalties are now worth noting. For instance, Indiana just had a bill pass their house that would cause retailers to lose their tobacco license for three years if selling to a minor. One. One minor. One minor. Well, no, if you do it uh, a second time, that's when a three-year ban happens. Right. Uh, The U.S. Court of Appeals denied a motion for a stay on substantial equivalence. The courts did, however, agree to move up the process for a hearing on March 18th, so a final ruling could be made on substantial equivalence before the May deadline. Believe it or not, things are looking okay. Yeah, it turned yeah. it turned again to the positive thing. This has been a roller coaster ride, but right now people are feeling pretty good about this. And uh, as you alluded to earlier, Cretec International announced their subsidiaries won't be attending PCA uh, Sorry with a to hear that. blistering uh, press release. And within hours, Island uh, Lifestyle, which was distributed by Cretec, uh, ended the distribution ties. Here's what's going on here. So you got to pick sides, yep. and then they say, oh. We got to be there. It's yeah. important for them to be there. There and then Island Lifestyles needs to be at the PCA, right? So they end up having to. You're gonna wait. Wait till you get to the to the. Um, it, ties, it ties into what you said last week. Are some companies being pressured? Oh, like all right, we're not going. You can't go. Well, we're, no, we're ending our distribution agreement, right. and we're gonna go. Yeah. So, so there's gonna be lots of changes that's gonna happen there and, because. Yep, that's what's up in the cigar world. All right. Uh, yep. Um, Tobacco Plucks Expo uh, is this week, and I'm going to be away. So next week, uh, Dave's away, and Mr. Jonathan, Barry, and Ed Sullivan are taking the turns. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> We're on a roll here right now. It's growing. I'm going to feed you some information while I'm there as things are going anyway, so you're going to have something to talk about uh, as opposed to uh, your football scores or whatever Mr. Jonathan is going to read. <laughs> Nothing. It's a lot of money. A lot of he money. He seems to be reading Bowl. now. He is. He's reading. He's I got a, a text message from my friend Jerry Goldenson asking when the tenth anniversary is. So I'm just responding. All right, it's April fourth. Tenth um, <clears throat> anniversary of what? Of the show. Ah. Oh, then maybe he's going to come up. Why would we wait till June to do a, a time and day change? I don't know. Uh, because we had to be so many weeks after that to win the. Really? The thing. I, oh, all right. It was something. I can't remember what it was, but there was a reason. Everybody wants We want out on the Saturday, huh? <laughs> you want out. And, and I had a thought on that, too, that we have uh, Nick Perdomo coming up in June mm-hmm. for the father and son. Nicholas oh, yeah. and Nick are going to be here on a Saturday. So and maybe that's, that's the last, last Saturday, Saturday show. show. Mm-hmm. Could be. All right. All right. Um, Steve Zengler is coming up uh, on February 15th. He's the one, Las Carios. Las, Las Carios. The fall. See, that I sounded ate. really good, Barry. I think yeah, you might I can't have, even do it again. I think you might have <laughs> nailed that. C-A-I-D-O-S. Interesting cigar. One is made for the fallen fire department. One is for the fallen police. He'll be up here talking about that he donates mon- the money t- there and what he does and m- big wood motorcycles, motorcycle runs that they do all the time. Um, so we'll have him on the 15th. On the 8th, 
uh, Tobacco Plus Expo recap. I'll come on and tell you everything that ended up happening there. The 22nd will be the prediction show. We'll tell you uh, what we think uh, the direction is going to go. I'll get all that information there. And a special February 29th Leap Year edition show. We've never had one before. We've never done a show on February 29th ever. And here we go. It's big. It's big. And then we have a a No Ed Sullivan show, March 7th. What's your plan there? I'll be down at uh, PodFest Expo. Learning how to do podcasts, not doing our pod. Correct. All right. But I'll come back and it'll be way better. And is this flip a coin or what happens here? Yeah, no, well, it's, it's it's my birthday weekend, so as a birthday <clears throat> gift, Jonathan's going to produce. Oh, nice. that's not true. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. That's not true. That's, uh, okay, so that's what's coming up. And uh, early thoughts here on La Galera Inamoy. Inamoy? Chocolate. Inamoy? Chocolate liqueur. I definitely got some mocha. Uh, there's a, a subtle hint of cinnamon. There's a lot going on in the cigar. Barry I'm going to allow that one. That's his maiden name. I'm not going to say the number of strength. I want to hear it from you guys first, because if I do, you're just going to go one lower. I'm going to write you know, mine down. You know, you know what's weird about <laughs> this? I, I smoked this uh, Thursday because it's going up for review on Monday. Okay. And when I smoked it then, it came off as much stronger. But following it, this up with the Aganorser, it doesn't seem as strong, but I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. I'm on Ed Sullivan's answer first. 6.2. 6.5. It's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> See, it doesn't matter what no, order it doesn't. we go in. So we all have that, and we are going to do a show on the strongest cigars coming oh, yeah. up. I, I keep... Uh, Passing over on that because I don't want to smoke. Right, you don't really yeah, want to do know that show. Los Kaidos is, is right up there. It's up there. It's it's strong. Yeah, it's like sriracha sauce. Yeah, <laughs> uh, nice cigar, lots of flavor, a little heavy. Um, maybe the thicker but the thicker ring gauge is going to be a little I, because we all know thinner gets. Stronger. Is it is it me or does this cigar? Smoke more like a Nicaraguan than it does Dominican. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd never guess. You got this in a blind taste test. You'd say it's Nicaraguan all Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need to get a cardboard cutout of you. So when you're not here, we have the cardboard oh, cutout. Of you. No, I'm thinking custom bobblehead. And I, then, got a, I got one. Yeah, yeah we we, have, we can we ask. I got a Dave bobblehead. We can ask Dave. Ask questions. Dave questions and hit the head. And he just says yes all the time, <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't. <laughs> right. I mean, I think that would work great. Would you know? For example, say. You love this shit. I do. I love this shit. (laughs) Yeah, you do. You love this shit, don't you? I love this shit. Yeah. Mr. Padron. (laughs) Got to get him back on the show, too. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we got some mailbags to talk to from uh, in some insane news and an offer you can't refuse. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! 
the Rough Rider cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range. That's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider cigars. So there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican Cigar Manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. 
the nearly 175-year-old H. Upman, Grant in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez, bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. What's going on? This is Robert Kelly from Medfit, Massachusetts, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority Maybe. on the United Podcast Network. I hope you're <laughs> back. I think I swore too much. You did swear too much, Robert Kelly. We're back. Uh, we're smoking La Galera Animoy, for lack of a better way to pronounce it. Animois. Animois. Darling. Boudoir. Animois. So, yeah, there's, there's so much going on here. We, we, got, we got a show between the show. Yes. We have a <laughs> this is the show. Could we do? Could we pull that off the show? Dur- yeah, you want to talk about what we're talking about? We, no. we, we, were, we were in a. Yeah? We were in a. You want to blow up my spot? No. <laughs> Man, the, the, yeah. The Someday crazy. I should just turn the mics on in between. Oh, and <laughs> Sullivan, he'd kill you. The only way to get it is to, <laughs> the only way to get it is to be a studio audience member here, and you, you hear it. Yeah, and they're all yelling. On. Do it! Don't do it! Do it! Uh, wow. It's a, it's a fickle thing that's going on, and, and uh, we'll, we'll save it. <sighs> um, but you got some mailbag, so get your mailbag. All right. So Pete from Londonderry, right up the road from Londonderry, us. New Hampshire. That's correct. Pete right. what? Pete from Londonderry. Okay. That's all he says. Uh, Mr. J, I started smoking cigars in college in the late 90s and have been an occasional cigar smoker ever since. That is until July of 2018 when I went to the Dominican Republic for a wedding and fell in love with cigars again. Upon my return, I decided that I would learn all I could about cigars and subsequently discovered the Cigar Authority. Imagine my surprise when I realized that the local shop I had visited on occasion for a few sticks for myself or as a gift for my boss was a host to the authority on cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. This guy really really listens. Uh, 16 freaking months later, I finally caught up and have now listened to Every oh, episode no. of the Cigar Authority that is available on Apple Podcasts. We have some that get, aren't. Get a life. <laughs> <laughs> I know Dave says not to go back too far, and yeah, he was right. Yeah. <laughs> Only from a production value standpoint, the early episodes were rough, but from but the information was very good, and I it's feel a nod to Ed Sullivan that yeah. over the last sixteen months, I've received a master class in cigars in the industry. When Dave is missing, I feel like the show is missing its soul. Hearing the cowbell and saying, Dave, light him up, light him up, light him up, always brings a smile to my face. Thank you for keeping me company and being my travel buddies on the countless flights, hotel rooms, rental cars, and three continents. Also, a very big thank you for teaching me how to properly cut, light, smoke, and even retrohale a cigar. Learned the last one by watching Mr. J do it wrong over and over again. So next week will be the soulless edition yeah. of the Cigar Authority. I can fix a lighter by ghosting it. I can pick up some flavor notes. Wow. I always have my own cutter and lighter. I join the CRA. I nice. can't cut a cigar without muttering to myself about Perdomo cutting out the federal S-chip tax <laughs> yeah. and actually lowering them. It was great hearing Chuck Morrison again on the 500th episode, but you wouldn't know anything about that, would you, Mr. Jonathan? Yeah. yeah. 
And while the show has been good, it definitely got better with the addition of Barry and his low-hanging fruit. There we go. I also want to give props to Ed Sullivan, my spirit animal, for the stellar production value. Animal. I plan on catching an episode live in the studio soon, and I'm hoping to make it to the Two Guys Smoke Shop anniversary party for my first cigar event ever. Now that the ass-kissing is over, I have a question. Today, <laughs> I went to my travel humidor to grab a cigar for my drive home, and upon very close inspection, I saw a few tiny white bugs crawling around uh, on the outside of the cellophane. No holes and no dust in any of my cigars, and from what I can find on the internet, they don't look like tobacco beetles. The internet tells me that these are wood mites, and they're probably uh, not a problem. But the internet also says the world is flat and that cigars are bad for you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm coming to the authority for advice. Thanks again, Pete from Londonderry. Uh, P.S. The first use of Chinese pea pods was actually the cinnamon Chinese pea pods, November 12th, 2011. The contenders, round one, 25 minutes, 53 seconds. Well, you got to say that again because Ed's going to pull that audio. I'll, uh, I'll just give you the – here, pass that down to Ed oh. Sullivan. He'll have the – And I will give this to you after the show. I look forward to that one. Wow. I got some work to do. Uh, oh, my first God. Thank you for that unbelievable <laughs> uh, recap of, of our lives. First, uh, get rid of the travel humidor. Go out and buy another one and not expensive. If, if wood mites or it could be something from the, the, fo the foam, did you get it wet? Did, something, did it grow right. things? Just get yeah, rid of it. Things aren't supposed one. to be living in there, right? Yeah. Get a new one. Yeah, I wouldn't try to bug bomb it or any of that. It's huh. for 30 bucks. Get yourself a new Most travel, travel humidor. humidors aren't wood, so I don't know what wood mites well, would be doing the, in there. the uh, cellophane on a lot of cigars, Perdomo specifically, mm -hmm. Atabay and Byron, that is a uh, wood-based cellophane. Right. So the wood mites <laughs> could be eating that. Uh, not good. It's not. I, I doubt very highly it's poisonous, but just get rid of it. Well, start when over. he started off by saying it was in the outside of the cellophane, it comes without knowing the wood thing. The, the beetle comes from the tobacco leaf itself, and mm -hmm. the only way for it to be outside the to, humidor is to dig out and, and get right. its way. But so you'd have a hole. You'd have, yeah, somewhere. I, I, think, I think it's probably a mite of some sort. Check your house for bed bugs. Might be a mite is what you're saying. It By the way, uh, Oscar Butler from Indian Head Cigars yes. is in the chat room, or he's on Facebook Live, and right. uh, Anamwa is the correct pronunciation. Anamwa. Mm -hmm. Good. We can get yeah. more money for that. <laughs> sounds more expensive. Anamwa. Prices are going up. Anamwa. Sounds French. Sounds French. But it's Greek. Amwa, boudoir, Anamwa. Je ne sais quoi. We are French. Sort of. What do you mean? Yeah. Mm. What do you mean? We... Me. <laughs> you are French. French Canadian. All right. Um, yeah. La Galera Animois is what we're smoking. And what's the name of the size? This is the Boreas. 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 That that is a part of the um it is the world, right? The globe. Well it's, it's the name of the sun. it's the name of the uh the god that handles the northern winds. What am I thinking of Ed Selim? Boris Salavalis or something uh, like Aurora that? Aurora Borealis. Borealis, yeah. Borealis. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. How <laughs> how messed up is it that we speak Dave so well, he is nowhere near that. No. And you got Aurora Borealis yeah. out of that. <laughs> no, it was like the time somebody came in and asked Ed for a cigar and he's like Macadoodle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. anywhere near it. No, no he, he wanted a Hawaiian cigar. Hawaiian. Yeah, a Hawaiian cigar that starts with a K. 
And he said, Macanudo? And the guy said, yeah. Exactly. And I said, how did you do that? Hawaiian cigar that starts with a K. Macadamia nuts. Yeah. Macadamia nuts. So, okay. Uh, It's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. (laughs) In Rhode Island, a man was playing with his pistol in bed and popped one off. According to reports, 22-year-old Edward Martinez accidentally shot himself in the scrotum. The man literally took, hit true, the sack to the next level. True story. And it gives a meaning, new meaning to busting a nut. The man wasn't arrested, but he could still be charged with a Mr. Wiener. And that's not all you'd say. It's asylum. True story. Right. I saw that. I like that one. Thank you. Pretty good. Well done, Barons. Yeah. I was starting <laughs> well to think you guys uh, were boycotting the asylum because it's been like dead silence the last couple no, of weeks. So. That was right on. And I actually read that story. And then uh, you taught right away, right. Mr. Wiener. And I didn't think to send it to Barry. Sometimes I send him something mm-hmm. when I see it's there, which he may or may not ever use, but uh, when I find something like that, but perfect, perfect. Um, all right, let's get to the Don Raphael. You already did that. I did it. Million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You skipped over, I don't know, most of the show prep, <laughs> like you didn't read it, and all you right. did it already. I did the Don Raphael. So you're ahead of schedule. I'm ahead of schedule, so give me a mailbag. All right. Jay. James from Vegas writes, hey, guys, I love the Toscano cigars, but I think- they, or maybe two guys, is missing out on a marketing idea. Oh, please. A sampler pack with the different tobaccos, and because the cigars look the same, it's a little tough to decide which one is my favorite. If there was a pack with one of each labeled, that would probably be a go-to for myself and for those giving and for giving other folks a way to introduce themselves to Toscano. Okay. Just it's, an not, idea. it's coming out at Christmas. Mm. It is coming out for Christmas. And we can't go ahead and put no. labels on it because that becomes manufacturing, right. which is But they, FDA they have it in Italy, and they never sold it to us in the U.S., and he said he, they're definitely going to do it this year. So we should expect that around October, and uh, I'm looking forward to it, too. And Just speaking of Toscano, somebody with the name Leprous Hand, which is an odd name, in uh, over on YouTube says... He's smoking a Toscano Stiletto right now. He probably right. means Still Novo. Still Novo, yeah. yeah. Still that There's right. more email left. But he says, I love finding an extra cigar half in my car. Yes. Just an idea. Keep up the good work. I love the show. It's like every weekend I have Thanksgiving with my Italian family. The bickering, the low blows. It's great. It's great. <laughs> uh no, Toscano, very interesting. Looking forward to the pack of what it is. But let me ask you this, Barry. Can somebody buy a single Toscano from us online? Uh, we don't do singles no. online. We okay. just do the uh, the packs. Well, the five pack. Right. And but it's under 20 bucks. Yeah. And the reason why we don't do this, <clears throat> the singles is for the fact that they're not banded. So if somebody ordered a couple of different singles, mm. it, would be a, it would be a nightmare. You they know, wouldn't know which one they yeah. had. I ordered Chocolato. This doesn't taste like chocolate. Well, no, we picked the right cigar, so we keep them in the five packs. Yeah, and you don't want to mix them together either. So, yeah. uh, But they're available for singles at Two Guys Smoke Shop, so yeah. take a ride to New Hampshire. And a five-pack, like Jonathan yeah. says. I mean, it's a five-pack of 
about a value cigar to begin with anyway. You get yeah. two for one. For a five-pack, you're going to basically get 10 cigars. Right. Cut those in half. Except for you. Well, the little ones. Like the whole thing. The little ones uh, are the ones that you know aren't labeled. Yeah. The 1492, those are labeled, but those are sold in two packs, so we just leave it as two packs. Yeah. Two no big five. deal, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and ask your local brick and mortar. Right. Get them. Get it's them. An impo- it, it's an important thing. You know, when you think about what cigar smokers should have, you should have a lighter, you should have a cutter, you should have a humidor. You should have Toscano cigars in your glove box. Right. You should be prepared should have a backup lighter in your glove box. Right. I do. I do. And I do. My wife's smoking them like crazy. That's her go-to cigar right now. They have transformed it because that was looked upon to everybody as, oh, my God, those strong stogies. You smoke those. Have you ever smoked one? No. Well, you should smoke it because it's not what you think it is. So uh, you guys may know that I don't, I'm not a very trusting person. It's kind of a family trait. My brother doesn't trust anybody either. So he listened to the show last week, and he had his Toscano from the care package. So he's going out on date night, Thursday night. He lights the cigar up, drives to- His wife's okay with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> he has a house. Okay. Uh, so he drives to where they're going to go get dinner, puts a cigar in his ashtray. They go in for dinner. They come out. He doesn't even relight it properly. He wipes the ash off, puts it in his mouth, lights it up because he wants to see if this thing really is going to perform like we said it would. And he just said it to me as he was here doing some measuring, and he said it was unbelievable. It was like he never left. No, I was wondering if his wife is okay with him going on date night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think date I think night she was, was with there. His wife. I think oh, she was there. I think she was there. Yeah. Oh, all right, then that's okay. All right, squeeze in one mailbag. All right. I'm going to save that one. Uh, Nathan writes through the Contact Us page, Hey, guys, love the show. I just wanted to say, please send more cigars like this thing. Like this I thing. never have touched it with a 10-foot pole in a store, and I'll be ordering some now with respect to Garibaldi. That's mm. it. Another Toscano. That was big. Yep. That was big. And that was one that I, you know what? I was nervous that we put that in the care package because. Because the way it looks. It looks ugly and it's. Same it, thing happened when we did Topper and people mm. were blown away. And that's the beauty of the care package that you're going to get something that you're going to, you probably wouldn't have went to and you get to experience Now you kind of have to smoke it because it's right there. Yeah. You smoke it with the, us. The first time we did it, Toscano in the care package, the uproar was. It was insane. But that was before they smoked it. Right. And now that we're doing it, occasionally doing a different one in there, the feedback is like, oh, I'm so glad you included another Toscano. Yeah, yeah. It's the most under-the-radar We're not going to send you something you're not going to like. You're gonna, it's, it's a good thing, mm. man. It's good. And there's some openings in the care package because uh, <laughs> under 21, we had a handful of under 21 people. We had a not knockout. I feel so terrible about the that. Jonathan haters, the Jonathan haters and stuff. So you go on to the cigarauthority.com on the right hand side, you'll see the care package. Yep. Sign up, you're going to get four or five cigars every single month, and uh, you can be part of it. And what was we smoke the cigar and tell you about it? You learn as it's going on, it's a pretty awesome thing. A lot of people doing it. Why aren't you? Join the party, right? Join the party. Okay, this band is on there. Good. Look at this. I had a friggin' Peel that band off. They didn't skimp on the band. I'll say no. that. Nope. Lugalera's on fire across the board. Uh, another big brand that's going to move into the next category. Every cigar they've put out so far has been a home run. Hochi Blanco's been doing this for other people mm-hmm. for so many years. And listen, talk about brands. He's got a ton of them. So this guy can come out with cigar after cigar after cigar. 
all grandfathered in, all that he's, he's all been putting set. out for years and years and years. And he's got the cash flow. If he needed to buy a brand, he could just buy a brand. And there's an issue with finding Connecticut Broadleaf cigars right now. So far, Lagolera has had no issues with you should see Purdue, the amount of right. tobacco he has. So if you're a fan of Connecticut Broadleaf and the brand that you've smoked has disappeared because of the supply issues, try Lagolera. It's your quintessential Connecticut Broadleaf cigar. Yeah. And this specific, this you, specific one. So Lagolera is made in the Dominican Republic, and you say, oh, Dominican Republic, I, I, you know, mild for me, whatever. Yeah. No, absolutely not. And you know La Flor Dominicana isn't a mild yeah. cigar. And, you know, get kissed off, not a mild yeah. cigar. So smoke La Galera. Don't go by country of origin either. And that's the beauty, again, another beauty of the care package. You're going to smoke something you're going to think differently of, and you say, oh, my God. What we've is been, it? We've Tastes been, like a Nicaraguan. Yeah, this Animoir definitely does not have that Dominican profile. Yeah, at all. We've been doing some blind cigars lately. We're working on a, on a blend, and not knowing where the cigar is from it has been fun. Yeah. Because I normally wouldn't gravitate toward what we're smoking, and it's great. Yeah. Noah, will you graduate? Gra- 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 gravitate? Gravitate towards Connecticut. Correct. And then all of a sudden you say, it's really good. Okay. You got to break out from your normal thing. You're missing it if you're not doing it. Uh, okay, let's get to it. Let's get to the Classic 3-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. We got uh, in our listening audience here, we have Ernest from Plastow, lives down the street from my uncle. He listens backwards and is going through all the shows. Oh, God. He's back <laughs> into, I don't know, 2012, I think, at this point. By going backwards, you got the opportunity to bail out anytime. <laughs> that's that's a, actually a good call. You can bail out. Uh, who was our champion last week? That'd be me. Yeah? Yeah, I'm pretty right. sure. I think he cheated. All right, so January 25 was the first Winter Olympic Games that opened in France. The first Winter Olympic Games opened in France today. What year was that? 1928. 28. I'm going to back that up for and say 1924. 24. I'm going 1916. 16. We have two points. Keep your hands up, Mr. Jonathan. Damn right. You got it. 24. About time. Mr. Jonathan gets two points, and it's over to Mr. Suck Jonathan. Suck it itself. <laughs> <laughs> what, did he throw something at you? <laughs> I, I missed it. I he was looking down. He flipped something at me. <laughs> First live national television presidential news conference happened today. What year? And I'll give you an extra point if you say who said it, who did it. First national televised presidential news conference today. I'm up. Two points. You haven't locked in yet, Barrett. One point extra for the person. All right. Wrong, but yeah. It was Woodrow Wilson, and it was 1945. Woodrow Wilson, 1945. 53 Johnson. 53 Johnson. 
Uh, Say Pekka. No, Pekka. Just, sorry. Uh, 1961 Kennedy. Okay. We have a three-point winner here. Put your hands down, Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> Ed Sullivan, three wow. points. Three points. 1961 Kennedy. Ed Sullivan, how to turn a 2 to 0 into 3 to 2. Barry, <laughs> to 0. To 0. To 0. To 0. Uh, over to Barry. Charles Manson and three women followers are convicted for the Tate LaBianca murders today. Convicted. Convicted. 69. 69. 1972. 72. 1971. 71. We have two points. Mr. Jonathan, who takes the lead. Boom. Four to three. That's unkind. I have one more question. You can't do that on camera. I have one more question. Oh, I'm pulling for Ed to get a two-point here. <laughs> You're pulling something, buddy. And this is going over to Barry? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Do it. Ray Kroc, CEO of McDonald's, buys the San Diego Padres baseball team for $12 million today. Ray Kroc from McDonald's buys the San Diego Padres baseball team for $12 million today. 1980. 1980 says 1964 64 1980 1980 64 it was 74 but that's good enough for one point and a tie and he's still the champion it's all right it was a good fight it was we both did pretty well today four to four to zero well yeah two people did very well yes and then there two was to, barry two to two to zero um i we have an after show after the show today, I have nothing. I got a little something. You got something? I got a little something. All right. I'm mm. glad Save you're bringing the mail your back here. Well, I think it's a good conversation. All right. We'll get into that conversation and more. Final thoughts here on La Galera and Amois. And I, I, and I said it correct. I mm -hmm. typically am not. Lately, I've been off Connecticut Shade and I've been off Dominican cigars altogether. This would be a very easy exception and is now going to be in my regular rotation. The flavor is there. It's a great cigar. It's very, very good. I, I, love, I love that it's got a little bit it's of strength to it. It's not part of a care package, unfortunately, but you should find the cigar out Seek there. it out. Seek the it's cigar worth it. out. It, it, it comes, I, and, I, and I don't know for a fact, you know that the blend is the same no matter what. Yeah, when the press release came out, it came out with the same wrapper binder fill, and maybe okay. the ratios are different, and they probably are a little bit tweaked. Okay. Uh, this is my favorite size in the terms of strength and flavor, uh, the, the Boreas. Yeah. Uh, classic broadleaf. There's a little bit of an earthy component, some chocolate, dark chocolate. Little so cigar. Really had, cigar. I, got, I got plenty of cigar left you know, after an hour. You ever had, uh, and it's a really dark chocolate, but it's over blueberries? No. Chocolate covered no, blueberries? I was thinking chocolate covered raisin, but it has sweetness. Yeah. I can see the blueberry. That it's that I, What I was thinking was liqueur really is a sweetness coming off the blueberries. They're almost, almost fermented because of the chocolate. It's the Nicaraguan pepper. Is the Nicaraguan tobacco in this? No. I am flying high today. There, there's two, two rainbow there's, sound effects. There's a Criollo tobacco in the filler that's grown at two separate farms. So there's two variations of Criollo 99 in the cigar. Boy, I would lose a bet on this. If I smoked a cigar, I would have said it's Nicaraguan, absolutely, because yep. a pepper component that has to it, it, it is not a Dominican cigar in any way. 
you Nicaraguan lovers need to try this for sure because you're going to end up loving it. You know what this would pair really well with? Uh, would it be a liquor? <laughs> yeah, yeah <and laughs> something that could get you buzzed, Barry. Wow, and, I didn't see that coming. And I don't drink them; it, it's a little too foo foo for me. Uh, but a chocolate martini with uh, the Godiva liqueur in it, which backs up your mm. chocolate liqueur, but. This reminds me of that drink. What is going on? You've agreed with me twice. He's given me the, the sound effect twice. It's the end of the world. And Ed, this is a go-to. This is very good. I'm going to be smoking more of these this week. Yeah. Coronavirus is here. It's going to end the world. So we might as well start agreeing. <laughs> Captain Trips. You know about that? No. There's mm. a virus going on, and I'm going on a plane, and these it's called the coronavirus. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is the Cigar Authority, and this is the first time that well, we're reporting on and this. And it's a very strong virus because Corona is small. Yeah. And we, we all know <laughs> what? The cigar. You know what? I've thought about this. I left myself a note on my phone, and I'm glad you're bringing this up. When was the last time anyone smoked a cigarillo and they said, Holy shit, this thing is knocking me on my ass? Besides, never. I rest my case. He's resting his case. Keep the lid end out of your We'll see if he brings anything to the game <laughs> next week or Wednesday, the after show that we're going to do right now. I'll be taking a nap in the first half hour next week when he's reading. There we go. Next week, I'll be at the TPE uh, and be bringing news to the guys while I'm away so they have something to report on. Uh, and then uh, I'll, am I gone for two weeks? No, I'm gone for one week. One week. And uh, But anyway, tune into the train wreck on Saturday. <laughs> Let's see what that is. And until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Hold your breath if you're on an airplane. And always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. Does that work? The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.